0: Hello and welcome to the Glastonbury Calling Podcast with Ian and Jem. Yeah, we're on season two, episode number 20. Uh, and this week we're going to talk about what we got up to last weekend. Uh, Jem picked this one because this isn't one of my subjects. Uh, Eurovision. Uh, oh dear, uh, I know nothing about it. Um, also, uh, when we go on holiday, what do we pack? What's our favourite things to pack Because we're both going away this week? And... Uh, What's on this weekend that you can go and watch Uh, Right, we're going to kick off the show With a track by No Violet And uh, this describes us two Lemons
1: to me leave me completely free reflecting choices of the
2: open mind I'm not kind I'm not kind
0: Um, that was Lemons by No Violet, And uh, welcome to the Class Recording Podcast Hi Gem, how are you doing?
3: Yeah, good, thank you And it's uh, lovely to see you again After, oh, another week of football Who needs football, eh?
0: Oh, Red is the colour I'll tell, I tell you what you're saying about football We've just watched loads of football this week And I can't, surprisingly um, You know, I've, I'm like... Normally, I'm like, oh, you know, can I, can I have a game on to Karen? And she's like, you know, sort of like 50 50 with it. But because it's all the playoffs and all that, she says, oh, I like watching stuff at the end of the season because there's always stuff to play for and it's always quite exciting. So, yeah, I'm basically, we've been watching football every day at the moment. Um, And my 30, lot nearly
3: 50,000 at the uh, Women's FA Cup final last weekend. I thought I was really impressed with that. So
0: yeah, that wasn't wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You know, hopefully they'll sell it out sometime. You know, so um hopefully you know they'll get to that stage, uh, that would be good. You know, so sort of up with a men's final. So uh, yeah not not a bad start. They've sold out the um women's European Championship final which was good. Uh so all that's gone. So that'll be quite exciting for all those people that got a ticket. <laughs>
3: I think I might switch my allegiances with that. At least uh, it's a family day, brings out lots of young people. There's no head butting by fans on the pitch. No. A, a rubbish language. Uh, that, that is true sport, really. So I think I might switch my allegiances. At least No bad language.
0: If you, watch, if you watch the women's football...
3: I I've, well, I don't hear it on TV when I... I tend to watch it on TV. Okay. I've never been to a live women's football game, actually. So have you
0: heard your, your mate Emma Hayes on the touchline?
3: Oh, she's great, yeah,
0: but she's, she's, she's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> no she's bad language. BBC are the people commentating. Oh, we're sorry for the language you might have heard from yeah, the dugout. Yeah. yeah, we know who that was. So uh, uh,
3: what have we got on this oh, week? Right. Anyway? Sorry,
0: uh, yeah, we'd we better uh, get on with it. Oh, we'll be talking uh what are your subjects? Uh, Eurovision. <laughs> uh um also we're both going away next week. So what what things what are our holiday essentials? What well, what do we what do we pack? And also gigs and that coming up this weekend. So um yeah, I, I mean I had a good weekend not bad weekend last weekend. I went to, um, I said I was going to the art bank and, uh, Oh, what a cracking venue that is. Um, yeah, you know, you, I, I'll have, well, I'll have to show you the video sometime, uh, when I can get back on Facebook, uh, but that's another story. Um, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a brilliant venue. Some real, it, it really, I thought you'd love stuff. it. It's, it's so cool in there. Very,
3: very friendly. Yeah. It's got a real nice atmosphere. It's very, very welcoming. Uh, It's right opposite Shepton Mallet Library. Yeah, for that as well. Um, And they work very closely together. And they put on some great music. And a lot of our uh, local musicians that sort of play open mics and professionally play at uh, uh, in Glastonbury Town, also get gigs at the art bank yeah so do check it out it's yeah full of plants and it's full of lovely artifacts in there but
0: all the art installations are big they're all in your face there's not like little paintings on the wall or anything They're, they're big sort of like almost interactive exhibits so they're quite you know they're quite entertaining they're quite fun to look at uh quite quirky as well and um semantics was there and he, he played a brilliant set he played for about an hour and a half, which was quite good. Really good. So, um, you know, it's beautiful. And the windows in the, in the cafe are just beautiful. They're lovely, big windows. So like, you know, it, it, it just makes the fact that everything's large in there, you know, it's a big space. It's quite high, really high ceiling. And, uh,
3: it's I was just great. thinking, actually, you took me away into is it Jack and Ori? Which window yeah. is the story going to be? And if I was going to choose a window that I would like my story to be told to me from, it would be the Art Banks
1: window.
0: Yeah, they're all arched. They're all arched. So, yeah, it would be the Art Banks windows. They're all pretty cool. Um, so that was great. Uh, watched Swindon win their first playoff game. So uh, we'll wait and see how they get on on Thursday. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, you know it's, it's it's yeah good weekend all round. What about you?
3: So yeah, I worked out. There, you might remember I was at the dads club in uh, Yeovil, and it was really nice to chat with some of the dads with their little kids, and um, we had a few stories, and we had this amazing thing called an Omi, which is like a virtual game that the kids seem to really enjoy so for example this this is pretty cool actually it's like a computer that um and you can do games on it it's interactive games so the, the one that the kids love most is they'll be on a mat so it projects from a computer onto a mat yeah. and there's lots of different style games aimed at young children really uh, there's one with balloons flying on this mat in the air and the kids jump on the mat and burst the balloons but my favorite one you can get like a little splatter. Yeah. and there's loads of fruit uh, from black currants and red currants on the mat and as the kids sort of splatted it squashes all the fruit and when you've got them all then it comes up with a glass of a, sm- a fruit smoothie after you've splatted all the fruit so it's quite cool really so we had a great deal deal that. I was trying to get a go on it myself and I really was getting quite patient with the children saying come it's my turn now but actually it was for
1: them right? <laughs>
0: it was fun uh, no, it sounded really good fun. So, yeah, I mean, it was great. Um, I, I, I pop, you know, when it was uh, in the van on Friday, I managed to pop, I'll pop round your house for a cup of tea, which is very nice. So thanks yeah, very we much. We could have my done a recording
3: tea. from, from, from uh, live and direct, couldn't we? We could have uh, pretended. We di- we could have been in two different rooms with our, zo- with our Zooms on
4: yeah. while we're
3: just talking to each other or a cup of tea and just pretending that uh, we're not together. No, it's good to see you driving around to get all the... All the tractors and all the vegetables coming round, so that that was good as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Then it's saw the FA Cup, of course, and uh, cracking game. Um, yeah. Not for our result, uh, but I knew that was going to happen. And then, uh, of course, the evening leads up, but we have some music.
0: We will have some music. Let's get on with it. Uh, we're going to play uh, that hidden promise and your own enemy.
2: Too fast
0: Okay, tracked by uh, Taya Minchinton uh, and Indigo there. Uh, good young singer there. Uh, really great music. Um, yeah, you. Uh, one of the things you probably got up to the weekend, you probably glued yourself to the television and watched the Eurovision.
3: Yeah, I did. I know you didn't watch it, but 8.9 people, other people watched 8. it. 8.9, not all? Yeah, it was more was more slightly bigger than a Swindon audience. You know, what, 8. 8,
0: 9 9 9 we had 15,000, 15, not let, 8.9. Let,
3: let's get it in perspective. The UK didn't get Neil Poir, and the UK song was actually fairly decent. Uh, uh, so yeah. that was cool. But I've got to, this is true. I, the, there were too many ballads, if you ask me. So you didn't watch much of it, but did watch three cracking acts. First was the winner, Ukraine. Have you actually heard the song?
0: No, is it any good?
3: Yeah, check out the video. The video was actually made in Ukraine. Uh, yeah. So it's a really poignant, powerful song, deserved win. It's a really good song, actually. So uh, very powerful. Uh, and they performed it brilliantly. The one I also love was Moldovia. It was kind of this gypsy folk music. And and it was kind of a cross between Fatboy Slim and Balkan Beats. Uh, oh. And that, just check out Moldovia. And then when we next get together, that, if you're going to be converted to Eurovision, it's going to be that group. They're kind of like the Mold, the Mad Dog Macrae of yeah. Moldovia. That's what they were like. And then there was one from Norway, which I like is the eccentricity, where they're all dressed in these kind of fox- yellow masks where it is uh, about foxes eating uh, your grandma it was it was kind of a a trap that you would hear if you were listening to or taking any illicit substances like um coconut ice cream or drinking too much elderflower wine uh, very very weird uh, but because of that, I loved it. So they're the three reasons why Eurovision were was pretty good. It, it was it's just good fun. It is just really good fun. But didn't, check didn't out Moldova the, and the Ukraine songs. On, it, you could play that on anything, and it's yeah. brilliant.
0: So didn't did judges score it a lot differently than the audience? Were the judges' votes? I mean, I think the UK finished third, uh, fifth in the phone-in vote, but they finished first in. Uh, uh, yes. You know, and you know, uh, and, yeah. you know uh, but Ukraine weren't necessarily up there in the in in the um, judges' votes, but they won on the sort of phone vote. So I quite, it's, I quite like that. Yeah. Really,
3: it's quite nice. The because the judges, the judges were fun, you know. But
1: yes, yeah.
3: I don't know. I think I can tire of it. I did. I grew up watching it with my parents and getting really, really. It's like top of the pots, really. I used to get really, really angry with it, waiting for the next song, because you couldn't stream anything, couldn't yeah. all afford to buy music. So you just hope that something like the undertones were going to be on top of the pots or the clash. Uh, yeah. That's what I was waiting for. And of course it will end up with some ridiculous kind of song from Emu or something like that. And i get more and more fed up with it. And Eurovision was, you kind of wait and hope. It's like waiting for a football team to win, that there's going to be a good song. Uh, and that's what all there was. But for now, I'm quite a little bit nostalgic over Eurovision because it's sort of thing I used to watch from my kid from my parents when I was younger. Um would I watch it all the time? No. no but no. I loved it for the Moldovian and Ukrainian. I'm repeating myself. But you know, so do you th- give do you it think, a listen because it was great.
0: Yeah. Do you think Ukraine would have won it if it wasn't or, or were they well well worthy, you know, if they weren't going through the issues that they've got, or were they well worthy winner? Uh
3: It's a totally eccentric show and it's got more and more camp. It's got, it's very, uh, it's a wonderful for uh, all communities watching it. Obviously, a lot of of members of the gay community go there. They love the live atmosphere and I can see that. I totally see that. I kind of almost would like to be there myself just to experience it live. I think Ukraine probably wouldn't have wanted it if it wasn't for the current terrible times that, That's happening in that country but it is a quality song and I think it would be would have been popular so it's I I don't know I mean I think that's why the UK did well because actually for once there was a good song it was kind of reminiscent of a David Bowie song Starman or something like that you know that's why I liked it and the guy had a really really good voice so you know, it wasn't something to be to bury your head under the pillow because you're so embarrassed for our country when we do, as you mentioned last week, produce really good music. So yeah, yeah. Well, the well, 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 the guy,
0: I'm not sure of the guy's names, but I've seen pictures of him and I'm sure he will go get many Timothy hair adverts in the future because he looks he looks the part, doesn't he?
3: Well, they offered me the job, but i said, Look, I've got <laughs> a person for you. Uh, you need to check me in Liverstage, but at the same time the Sam guy's popped up and it's kind of, I think you've been blown away, mate. Sorry. if,
0: If I had hair like that, I'd yeah. be I'd be flaunting it, I will tell you. But no, <laughs> both me and you aren't blessed with wonderful. How times have changed!
3: My late father used to get his hair. He, he, my, my, me and my dad had the same hairstyle. But what they did? Do you remember the wraparound hair that go at the top of your yeah,
0: head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My
3: dad would lac- lacquer it down, and it was ridiculous. When it when the windy, wind, it would just blow up in the air like this kind of mad hair day. And I said to him one day. What are you doing this all day? Just get rid of it, you know. And you did, when he, and you looked a lot better for it. So I vowed I'd never do a wraparound over my head. But
0: uh, yeah, now yeah. I'm
3: tempted to do to grow one now. Maybe. that's oh. another... <laughs> and Then I can have a bad hair,
0: Rather than having a bad hair day, just have a no hair day. Yeah, have a no hair day. Okay, uh, we'll get on and play brand new track now um, uh, by John D Revelator. This is called Harold. If you if you want to get on and. Buy this, all the proceeds from this are going to War Child um, to help with the situation, uh, mainly out in Ukraine. So, um, yeah, um, this is track by John D. Revelator
5: Home Secretary, draw raised. Who'd sink poor souls we're bound to save? In waters rough and cold and deep, where dinghies puncture life asleep. Pray, where is your humanity? For those impassioned. Her love's in peril on the scene Farage and all the devil's brood Careers and fortune hatred spewed Your Christian values display now please and for all its good show some mercy Some kindness and humility For those, those in per- peril on the sea For, for those in peril, peril on the sea Right wing press toy your hate On refugees Unfortunate Cross continents And oceans deep To free From war and torture Sleep Your racist Bile scaremongering Cease For those in power Sea, and those in, peril on the sea. in October 2021, UK Home Secretary Priti Patel inserted a clause into the Nationality and Borders Bill granting immunity from prosecution to border force operatives intercepting refugees or asylum seekers at sea.
3: This unconscionable attempt to break international maritime law means that border force personnel would no longer be legally bound to rescue, often criminally exploited people, attempting the treacherous crossing of the English Channel.
5: This move has been roundly condemned by human rights groups, international maritime organisations, trade unions, aid agencies and the legal profession, yet cheered on by right-wing commentators, pressure groups and media outlets. So any mariner,
3: recreational or professional, any service personnel, current or retired, any Christian, humanist or empath, any legal expert or anyone with an ounce of humanity should be appalled by this.
5: To Nigel Farage, Nana Rakua, Paul Golding, Jada Franson, Boris Johnson and Priti Patel, and all the rest of you, on behalf of all right-thinking people, I say... Get Get in the the fucking sea. sea. You toy-town fascists who wield such power You lead us to our darkest hour Into the dark abyss we go As we turn into our grandfather's foe No regard for law, morality Or for For those in peril on the sea, for those in peril on the sea, for those in peril on the sea.
1: sea.
4: And always have your own way What would you change About the way you live today Would it just be the tiles On the bathroom floor Or the way you do your hair Or are you sure there's something more Waiting for you out there When you think back to when you were 17 How does your life match up to your teenage dreams? Did you hold out to get the best? What was that all about? Or did you settle for something less? And how did that work out? done some things and I've seen some stuff and I've said things I know I never should but I've survived and now I'm old enough to know that changing isn't always good so even if I could I don't think I would
0: Okay, uh, Greg Hancock there and uh, changing. Um, uh, and we're both looking forward to the weekend because uh, 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 we're both going away, aren't we? We're both on holiday.
3: So we're, uh, yeah, we're heading off to the wilds, uh, but I'm not going to say where. <laughs>
0: You're not going to say where. Well, I, I, I put it this way I think it's, I'll give a clue to people, it's somewhere where ice hockey is very popular.
3: It could be and it could also be where the moose grows on the trees and it could also be where a guy called Justin uh, seems to
0: be. And they've uh, got the best looking police uniform in the world, which uh, Monty Python did a sketch on. Uh, and
3: where but, are you off to? Uh, <laughs> <You're the> idiot.
0: <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, yeah, but it's it's great. But um going away, uh, what are the, what what's when you're packing your suitcases and that, what are your essentials? What do you like to take? What, what's important for you to take away?
3: So believe it or not, a fleece, uh, because on yeah. on, on aeroplanes, if I travel on an airplane, I get really cold. Um I guess the mobile phone's pretty good now, so you can check out to see who's playing at Glastonbury Festival or what's happening at Godney or uh, watch it. Um, and I, I I don't I don't really know. I try to travel live. All I can say, when I come back to the, to the UK, I always make sure that my... Uh, Dirty clothes are at the top, so if I'm going to be searched, then someone's going to have to earn their living by searching through my bags. <laughs> I I tend to travel light. I don't really like to take very much. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't like I don't need to take very much. If I need anything, I might buy it locally. Uh, essentials? No, I I haven't got any essentials. I don't really take very much because the last time I took my essentials, I lost them. I left them in an airport.
1: Uh, okay. in a
3: Tablet. I used to say a tablet yeah. is a pretty essential, but. I've stopped doing that now because I've kind of had a memory lapse and left it somewhere in security. So that's when I thought there may be a Facebook hack, but I managed to change my passwords in time.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So what, yeah. what
3: are your essentials? The Swindon Town scarf. <laughs> Yeah, almost, almost Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like,
0: like no, nothing but like having an English person yeah. wandering around in their football top and somewhere. And like he's all. got
3: his, he's got his T-shirt saying, "Wherever you travel, <laughs> always take your idols with you."
0: Yeah, no, no, that's it. I pack, I pack all my idols t-shirts i've got an idols top one for each day so that's that's quite good you know so uh anyone who sees you thinks oh yeah you know it all strikes up conversation uh but um uh yeah like you i take take my tablet um i don't uh, i haven't been abroad for ages and i'm not going abroad i'm staying sort of locally for this but um you know going down to Portsmouth and and, and Weymouth to, to see family and what have you. So uh, I don't have to take that much, but I always take my walking. You know, it's important to have walking boots so you can go out and have a good wander somewhere. And uh, you know that that's that I think's more important than anything. Have some comfortable shoes and some comfortable socks, so uh, you you can go, you know, go wandering. Uh, have and and a, 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 like you say. uh, have it written down all the pubs that you're going to visit and play and sort and of check out everything that's going on so um and
3: uh i, I also think if you, a holiday is packing essential there's also another way of looking at this is wherever you're ending up travelling to whatever that be mm. is actually the essential is finding out before you go what gigs are happening locally cuz i do love yeah. seeing gigs over. Overseas or locally, if we go to another part of the country, so that's not. It's actually take with you, it's the knowledge to so take a bit of local knowledge with you, uh, of where you're visiting, so you can see some of the events that are on there. Because I used to love sort of stumbling into things by accident, like festivals and things. But now I like to be pre-prepared, so I don't miss anything.
0: Yeah, well, back back before internet days, as such, um, you know, it's always essential to take a little travel guide where you see so you new, the right places to go and visit and you know um, especially with my family being fussy eaters uh, I I learned very very quickly um, uh, after I couldn't I've just had enough of just traipsing around restaurants trying to find somewhere to eat that suited them and you know because it's always more difficult in another country as well so I would have it planned out all the places that we could go and eat that we could, I said, right, we'll go there and eat today. Uh, So it would be, and we could just get on and do it rather than, you know, um, looking at 20 hundred menus outside of different restaurants uh, and and eventually uh, going back to the first one that we, we went to, you know, so yeah. Uh, So like travel guide was always uh, good. And, And that's the thing I think research, uh, a bit of research beforehand is quite essential. And Kieran's picked that up off of me as well. Okay. Right, music. Music, music. Uh, uh, this is Chinatown by the Lampleys.
6: This in the star, she is the future. There's nothing she can't do. She knows she's full of wonder, she'll put a spell on you.
0: Symmetrical there by turner and um yeah looking forward to the weekend uh as we're both going away i expect uh w- but one or two things are on and i'm off to a beer festival on saturday before i go away where are you uh, going uh we're going to uh the wild beer, beer beer and cheese festival uh it's our good friend jane works there who helps us at glass recording and uh we're helping her, her out uh helping out at the beer festival so we're volunteering in the morning and then getting free beers and also uh, a free meal uh for for helping out as well so uh yeah we get enough boat beer tokens and that to see us through at the wild beer festival and it's good because they do a lot of good beer there so i'm really looking forward to that uh there's three or four different bars there there's brewery tours there's um a lot of live music as well. Uh, bizarrely, they've got an Elton John tribute on. <laughs> but they've, there's some local music artists on as well, and I'm not sure who they are or what they are. So I'm looking forward to finding that out. Um, so that'll be fun. I know Doug Siddons is doing the sound up there. Uh, so really, really looking forward to that. So uh, that should, should be a good, good, start to the holiday we'll all,
3: we'll all come up to you to say uh hello mate you got a spare token
0: yeah yeah uh yeah it's well and i'll say no
1: <laughs> yeah but we know you
3: have you know everyone's heard so everyone knows you got spare tokens and when you're looking away you know we'll just sort of just creep 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 around just to sort of with our little tongs our peak tongs and we'll then take those vouchers out of your pocket so that's what's going to go
0: on because yeah. we're just but i i literally will have beer tokens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real beer tokens uh
3: it's all right uh, for yeah. some isn't it they, yeah
0: it's all right for some no that's that's good good volunteer work uh and my two favorite words free beer you know, they're, 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 you know, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, on Friday at the Cobblestone says farewell to Napier, the band Napier play their final gig. Uh, Groundhogs and Paradise Nine playing at King Arthur. Uh, we're going to play Groundhogs in a minute. Uh, Helena Softley is at the Art Bank. So uh, that, that, that'll be a good one to go to. Uh, on Saturday, um rodney brannigan is at the king arthur the man who plays two guitars uh, and also he's played on the um acoustic stage at Glasbury festival so that's a good one to go and see uh mobius loop are playing uh afternoon and evening gigs at the assembly rooms uh so um you know good stuff there wrecking ball are on at the rifleman's the pilton party auditions uh uh, there with uh night swimming Polly money ollie dixon uh ikara and max rad and wrecking ball are playing the rifleman's so uh plenty on this weekend if you if you're if you want to go out I tell you you know lots in the little towns around us and in glastonbury so it's quite a good weekend uh yeah you're taking me
3: back there in groundhogs i used to have uh three-piece bands they were kind of one of the heaviest bands around and I remember yeah. buying, buying one of those albums about 15 and uh, i saw them live at the marquee uh, did you they're a solid yeah about sort of 74 or 75 so am going back a bit but they were sort of very much that kind of alternative metal band that was around with the, that blues tradition they are an amazingly talented group uh and i haven't listened to the groundhogs since and i think i'm going to give them a listen just in time for the gig just to see what i used to love then do i still like it now so i'm going to i'm going to give that a chance i think that's going to be my listen for the weekend groundhogs
0: going to be a a listen for the weekend yep it's got to be done well i'm going to play them in the minute anyway uh so yeah it's quite quite exciting looking forward to the the weekend uh, not 100% sure if we've got show next week or not, because it all depends on my uh, social media, what's going on. So uh, we'll hopefully get that sorted. So we will see. But um, anyway, if we don't have one next week, we'll, I'll definitely be back the following week. And uh, looking forward to that. Okay, so have a great holiday, mate.
3: Yeah, we'll see you all very soon when you get uh gem andy. And but in the meantime, please make sure you let me know what Ian's got up to on, on the next editions of Glaston Recalling and drop drop me a line so we can put things right for 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 him and me. Thanks for listening. See you again soon.
0: See you soon.